Hey y'all, Ryan here with a little update before we get into this episode. Uh, we had some pretty bad audio difficulties with this one. Uh, you're going to hear a very obvious one pretty early into the podcast, but then uh, weird stuff starts to happen around the 30 minute mark that I don't really know how to explain. Um, conversations just kind of jump forward like uh, 5 to 10 seconds at a time like in the middle of sentences and uh don't really know what happened um if you get to that mark and it starts happening and it annoys you uh i will not blame you for stopping there but uh we feel like there's some really funny stuff with this episode and we wanted to give people a chance to listen to it if they want um even with the weird jumps uh, so this one's not gonna be the best linearly, but hopefully you'll still get some laughs out of it, and, uh, like, the first half hour is fine, so you can listen to that at the very least. Uh, okay, uh, here it is. Uh, we will be better next time, hopefully, but for now, here is Vampire's Kiss. How could somebody misfile something? What could be easier? It's all alphabetical. You just put it in the right file according to alphabetical order. You know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Peter. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Peter. Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z's! Huh? That's all you have to do! Very good. You know your alphabet. I never misfiled anything! Not once, not one time! I'm sure that you didn't. I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. Let's meet Nicolas Cage. We I'm not are. This up. That's fine. I don't give a shit. You're gonna clean it up for me. My maid service will do it. Your maid service. That's right. Okay, cool. Shit. Uh, you, you know, may not. I'm not sure where I was going with this joke. I don't Ooh, have a maid service. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're recording this January third. <laughs> <laughs> At 10.23 p.m. Um, yeah, no, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm sure uh, one of your roommates probably just paid it, and then you'll just pay it back. Probably, right? No. No? It's not how rent works. I don't know. You think they pay my rent? Well, I, you might, like, one person. I don't know if, like, one person sends them a check, and then you just pay the, that person back. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't. I really can't figure out what you're thinking right now. Okay. But I don't know. That's like how utilities work sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I live alone. Uh, <laughs> we. We are, for some have reason. Have you ever had roommates? Yeah, in college. Well, I lived in a frat house. Oh yeah, famously. Not the same deal. <laughs> famously lived in a French. A French, a French house. house. That's right. A French whore house. Mm-hmm. Would you hear that sound? A French whore. You know what? That made accent made more sense than Nicolas Cage's <laughs> accent in oh Vampire's Kiss. Oh my Kiss. god. Um. Okay. Well, big spoiler alert. We're we, talking. Uh, well, I guess not. Is this spoiler for our own podcast? Mm-hmm. We watched the Vampire's Kiss. Man, did we? Did we? <laughs> you know what? It's tough to say. We watched something. But I just... Oh, well, man. Well, New Year, New Us. We decided to fuck up our minds. <laughs> and, um... And souls. I truly don't know what I watched. Uh, Several times I was extremely lost. See, I have a different... I know what I watched. I just don't know why... 
this was ever created. Do you think that it can hear my eyes? Should I move my eyes? It probably can. Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> like, I really, truly don't care. That's why I'm saying we should record our movie. We could cut all this out, right? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to cut this out. <laughs> Me and my responsible editing techniques. <laughs> well, what I was saying is that we could... I, I, you know, I don't think you're that bad of an editor. I think I'm a decent... Uh, like, you really gonna put the sound clips in. I am? Yeah. And when, uh, if I cut something out, I'm, I'm good at making it not sound like there was a cut there, which you probably don't know because you don't, I, yeah, you don't I notice don't even it. Remember. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm good at that. I'm a lazy editor in that I. You don't release our episodes. Well, also. How many episodes have you not released? I think there's two left. Which ones are they? Uh,. Well, okay. Sneak, <laughs> sneak preview. Uh, we will have an episode about the movie next. Oh my god, you haven't released next? Nope. Are you serious, Brian? That was in like October. Yeah, well, you know, stuff happens. That was after I went to the October book club. That's right. Gave me the... Oh, right. I guess we're just saying it. We're just, we're just flat out saying I your name, huh? I it to her face. Okay. Well, Actually, that's not true. I did have the opportunity to say it to her face, and I did it. That's right. Do we... Do you still have that movie? She asked me for it back. Yeah, it's right over there. Because I was like, oh, I can give it to you, like, any time. But then I was like, can I? <laughs> uh, yeah, you can take it with you tonight. No. Okay. And what's the other episode that we have in the can? Is it one with David? No. Oh, Wild at Heart. You didn't release Wild at Heart. No, because that episode is a wee bit confusing. <laughs> So you haven't edited it? <laughs> no, it's going to be a nightmare to edit that one. But you said that you don't even care. Well, I but I want it to make a sense. I don't care if there's like... Do you hear a weird echo? What I'm talking right now, do you hear a weird echo? Yeah, kind of. It's real bizarre. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to see if that does any... Does that... Does I, that do anything? It just is because it's really quiet. No, I don't think that's it. Hold on. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, Vampire's Kiss. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you... I am, like, significantly quieter than you, and I think that that's why people don't like this podcast as much. Because I'm not in it more. You think? Yeah. You think you're the draw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool and funny and hot. I. Uh, it's not what your aunt said. <laughs> she didn't think you were funny. How's up, his eggs? That's my mom would be miss eggs. Yeah, I, I choked on my own. Yeah, you deserve it. You're really sucking that down. That was thirsty as a mofo. How'd you get some water so you don't... Huh? I had tea. The tea does not help with your thirst. Yeah, it does. No, it has caffeine in it. You know what tea's made out of? Water. And caffeine. I don't care. Caffeine does not make you have less thirst. It does. Tea is absolutely thirst quenching. No. Yes, it is. No. Yep. No. Mm-hmm. I really don't know how to convince you otherwise, but I know that it's not, and I know that I'm right. So you can have your wrong opinion... Just know that it's wrong. Okay. That's the tea. Before we dive into this movie, <laughs> we we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. First of all, we have to talk about your shirt. My shirt. I thought it was never going to come. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. Not sure. We bet we, I bet we did it. Um, I received a text message months ago from my friend Ryan, um, who's in the room. That's me. Ryan Kong. And he said, well, he sends me a myriad of shirts that he finds on Facebook and Twitter That's and Instagram. That's correct. Um, that are just buck wild. Just truly insane. And this one says, I'm sorry, Mom, if you're listening. I sucked a stranger's dick in the bathroom of the Bass Pro Shops. Or the Bass Pro Shops bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I bought that shit. And it took like two months to get here. Mm -hmm. But it did, finally. And it did. How's it feel? Is that good? It's actually pretty good. Does it look cute? It looks good. 
Same color? Yeah. It looks very Bass Pro Shops. Yeah. There was two options. There was like one in black, one in like olive green. You made the right choice. I know. Yeah, I think yeah. I did. It's the olive green one, if you couldn't tell. If that wasn't the obvious right choice. Well, I think that's a Bass Pro Shops like color. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was, <laughs> that was the story of your shirt, I guess. Um, we should, we, can we talk about the pillow you got recently? Let's just talk about everything that I got. Oh, well, I guess I didn't get this for Christmas, my shirt for Christmas. I got mm-hmm. it for myself for life. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for doing life. Uh-huh. Um, for Christmas, my roommate, uh, friend of the podcast, Nicole. Um, Guest on episode one. Yeah. She got me a um, sequin color changing pillow. And on one side it's red, and then when you move your hand across it, it becomes a giant picture of Nicolas Cage's face. So shout out to you, Nikki. I know you don't listen, but shout outs. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's actually awesome. Like, I don't know if this is like the new fidget spinner or like fidget cube or whatever, but like my ADHD is like so soothed by doing this. Elizabeth had a kind of... Oh. <laughs> She has a sequin pillow like that? Yeah, and I wrote the word cunt into Okay, it. no, I got that um, part. And then she also... I'm has... just going to stop saying that word because it's kind of nasty and awful. It said once in Vampire's Kiss. That's right. Oh, oh my God. Also, I have AirPods now, and I'm really rich, and Ryan's jealous. Also, I got a microphone, and we don't know how to use it. <laughs> No, we know how to use the microphone. Our sound quality could potentially be amazing. Yeah. If we... If we recorded in separate if, rooms. If we did not record near each other. Mm-hmm. But I love to look into my sweet friend Ryan's eyes as I say the word cunt. Like I just did. Was it worth it? To me, yeah. Did my eyes scream for help? Yeah, but they always do when you look at me, so... <laughs> well, we're getting dark. Okay. Um, uh, the other order of business is... Uh, we got an email, finally. Okay, um, can I say something? And I thought about this um, over the break, and I was like, actually kind of pissed at you just thinking about it. Is that we plugged our social media, and after months of you saying that we were going to get a picture, we still don't have a picture on our social media. Okay, that's fair. So this is a call-out post to Ryan Khan. Do your fucking job. I feel like I asked you for a good selfie a long and time I ago. And I sent you a good selfie. Did you? A hundred percent. So you picture me at Chili's. Much better than oh, you get. Yeah, yeah, you did. I'm eating my Chipotle chicken crispers meal. Mm-hmm. Can't get any better than this. Okay. What's better than this? Just guys being... Guys being dudes. dudes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's a great vibe. That is a good one. Uh, okay, here, by the time... Not this episode. By the time the next episode after this comes out. We will have a Twitter picture. Fake. Yeah. Untrue. It's it is true. Anyway, we got an email after we, got we plugged. An email to cagepod at gmail.com. That's right. That's C A G E P O D at gmail.com. Uh it is from Oh, you can send us uh you can send us feedback that way. You can send us questions. Please don't send me feedback. Okay, you send me feedback. I'm very fragile. If I get one hater, this whole thing is done. Uh, I swear. Amelia's family, you can send me feedback. Thank you. Yeah, it uh, was directed at my family. Thank you for recognizing <laughs> that. Uh, this email comes from our friend Cassidy Alexander, who has refused to be a guest on this podcast. Enemy. An enemy of the podcast, Cassidy Alexander. <laughs> uh, who says, Thusly, you're such she cute. She starts it off, Thusly? No. Oh, you're... I'm sorry. Okay, starting starting after I say the word now is going to be what she said. Okay. Now. You're such cuties and I'm... No introduction, by the way. She just goes straight <laughs> into it. Rude. Yeah. You're such cuties and I'm... What act- email did she send it from? Uh, she sent it from... Should we call her out like that? Yep. She, I feel like we just doxed her. That's fine. Okay. No one, no one listens to this okay, show. Okay, that's true. 
Maybe I'll bleep it out. We did get 25 listeners on our last episode. One of them was totally me. Okay. One of them was also Cassidy. That's two. I didn't listen to it. I don't know if you should say that. <laughs> okay, she said, you're such cuties and I'm actually glad I listened to your entire podcast. Thank you very much, Cassidy. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Just make it 45 minutes. That is a note I reject. We will make it as long as we fucking want. That's true. We have kind of been varying. Mm-hmm. I would say that we keep it around that hour mark. Mm-hmm. And our, our Mandy app was like 47, so... It was just the drive home, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Cassidy, shut up. Uh, also... Oh, hey It's fine. I love the part at the end where... Uh, she's talking... She didn't specify, because she's annoying. But uh, she's talking about... Ryan! <laughs> Cassidy, you're not annoying. I don't know why he's being so mean right now. He really appreciated your email. Yeah, no, but she's talking about our Family Man episode when she says this next okay. part. Uh, I love the part at the end where Amelia just left to go to the bathroom. I agree. Uh, and Ryan never say baby dick again. Fuck you, Cass. I'm going to say baby Ryan, dick. stop! No, I'm going to say baby dick if I want to say you baby dick. You shouldn't say baby dick. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Why? You're giving in to that idea that it is sexualized. If you don't sexualize it, it doesn't have to be sexualized. It's like how when men are like, oh, girls can't wear sundresses to school because I can see their shoulders. Well, that's if you're gonna s- No, it's the same. Dude, it's the same. It's not the same. It is absolutely the same. Can I ask a question? You're coming from a place of privilege, and I think for you saying to me that- I'm privileged in what way? You're a white man. I'm talking about a white dude's dick. You're not talking about a white dude's dick. You're talking about a baby. Okay, at, at what age- Oh, right. At what age- no, 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 listen. At what age does it become not okay to show a kid's penis? Answer that question. You, Answer it right now. You shouldn't show penis. You shouldn't show boobs either. This is an interesting stance. You don't think nudity should be allowed in, in film? <laughs> you know what? That's the corner I backed myself into. So, yeah. Okay. I do think that. This is an interesting turn that I didn't expect. I have nowhere else to go. I'm back between two walls, and you are yelling at my face, and I don't know what to do. So yeah, no nudity in films. Everything should be G. Wow. This is an unbelievable... And that's what I think. This is a spicy hot take from Amelia Hanks. Okay? Fuck me, I guess. Nudity's bad. Yeah, I guess. No one ever be nude in film. You show one ankle, get the fuck out of here. There were some ankles in this movie. There were. Should we talk about the movie? I mean, eventually, I guess. I guess. Uh, any other, do we have any other business? That was the whole email. Thanks, Cass. No, it was just something that I was thinking about that you just kind of like said that you were going to put the Twitter picture up on Twitter and then you didn't. Yeah, I apologize for it. Did you? In my own way. That's true. <laughs> That's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have exciting stuff in the new year, Ryan and I. Mm-hmm. Ryan is... Did you want me to answer that part? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going to. You know, I'm here. I'm living life. What's your resolution? I don't do resolutions. But if I had to do one... Yeah, if you had to. I wrote it on my calendar over there. It's... So you do have a resolution. No, it's not a resolution. It's just something I'm trying to live by. Okay. In 2019. Uh, it's a little acronym called LGFDGG. I thought you were going to say LGBT. And I was like, <laughs> Ryan? No, no, no. It's LG. You FG. Already forgot it. DG. It's a lot of letters. What does it mean? It means. I'll break it down for you. It's on the top of my thing. I'll break it down for you. First part is LG. That stands for look good. Now, <laughs> this doesn't necessarily mean. It's not any type of goal numerically. It's just like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself, yeah. you gotta be like, fuck, you look good. Okay. Now, that's, now that can mean like a nice new beard combo okay could be a new hairstyle sure could be losing weight if you want to or it could be you know what you just bought a new shirt and you're trying it on for the first time are you trying a new shirt no i've had this for a couple weeks now okay oh Mm -hmm. well congratulations on your new shirt thank you lsu purple that's right go go tigers go tigers i can't do a cajun accent was that supposed to be a cajun accent it was like i thought it was australian it was a cajun accent it was a nick no i got it uh, good day. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> Stop saying that word. I can't. 
so that's the LG. <laughs> FG. Now that's feel good. Okay. Now again, look this. My my hmm? friend in high school when we were on the golf team together would oh. always say, "Look good, play good." Yeah, same type of thing. Feel good though could be physically, like I feel rested and whatever. Could be mentally, my head's clear. I'm feeling no anxiety. Feeling Can't good. feel the same. Huh? Can't be the same. Can't be both of them at the same no, time. No, sure it can. I'm just saying, like, it's overall. It's not necessarily like a physical feeling good. So that's that. DG. Now that's do good. This, you can take in a number of ways. I choose to interpret it as doing good in your community. You know, making a positive impact. This podcast is a disaster. <laughs> Once yeah, again. making a positive impact on the world at large. Now, it could also be do good like at your job. Okay. It could be do good on this podcast. Okay. Which we are not doing. Well, it's a resolution, so we'll get <laughs> okay. there eventually. So it is a resolution. I guess I just kind of contradicted myself. Yeah, you did. It's not a sure resolution. It's not a resolution. Okay. But it is something to kind of strive for throughout the year. Sure. And beyond this year. So that's, that's what it is. Let's look good, feel good, do good. Oh, it's done? I thought there was more letters. No, that's it. Okay. What's your resolution if oh, you did one? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I quickly responded. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I have to think of one. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, I guess my resolution would be um, being more open with people. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very closed off yeah. to everyone that I know. Okay. And my therapist told me I had to be more open to people. Oh. So. Good start. Telling people you go to therapy on, on the pod. I'm not scared to tell people I go to therapy. Okay. Are you scared to tell people that you go to therapy? I don't go to therapy. Should, maybe. Maybe. I didn't say it. Uh, I have been before. Do you have a stigma about therapy? Is that why you shamed me for saying that I go to therapy just now? Did you not hear me say I have gone to therapy in the past? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, do you have a stigma about it? No. I think you might. I think you might have a little internalized one. I don't think so. I'm diagnosing you right now? Mm, that's not a healthy thing to do. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they tell you not to do that, actually. My therapist told me that it's um, unnatural for me to not have a boyfriend. Oh! Isn't that crazy? Okay. And you like uh, this therapist? Kind of. I might go to a new one. Okay. Oh, are you going to switch to uh, the one that two of our other friends share? No. Okay. They do love her, though. Yeah. Okay, so just a quick check-in. We have been recording for 25 minutes, and uh, we haven't talked about the movie. I didn't even finish my freaking resolution. Oh, yeah. What is it? Okay, so I want to be more open with people. Um, I want to be nicer to people when I meet them for the first time. Good start. I want to be... more open with how I'm feeling. I don't want to like hold things in anymore. And I also want to be less bitchy. Vampire's kiss. Let's talk kisses. Ooh. Vampire kiss, that is. Mm-hmm. We watched Vampire Kiss and it was bad. Some say. <laughs> Everyone should say. It made no sense. Nicholas Cage had a weird accent and voice the whole time. There was no plot, and there was weird obsessions, not plot. It was badly written, it was badly directed, and it was definitely badly acted. I'm going to push back a little bit against the badly acted. It's certainly wild what he's doing. You know what Nick Cage is doing in this movie? It's bold. Does it work all the time? No. No. No, it doesn't. No. Uh, Ryan, don't act like you knew what was going on for like the first 15 minutes of the movie. No, the first first half of the movie is very confusing. Yeah. But over time, it becomes clear that this is the story of a very sick man. Huh? Girl. This is the story (laughs) of a girl. Okay. You say that a lot. I'm able to do that a lot to you. <laughs> I was going to say, I think we had that happened last time. <laughs> yeah, it happened like twice in the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Nick Cage's character, Peter. You say Peter? Peter. Okay. What do you think I say? Peer. 
Hmm, not what I say. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I say Peter. So this is this this movie is the story of his psychotic birth. girl. That wasn't even close. I didn't pause that time. It's so funny to me, though. Okay, so he basically spirals into just a black pool of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's going to therapy the whole time, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it shows that he, like, at least knows he has some kind of mental illness. But, like, does it help? Nope. No, it sure does not. It's so... Watching him, I felt like that was actually a very real portrayal of how mental illness goes. It's like... Oh, you think this movie is realistic? No, no, just that one part. Like, you start off, like, it seems really normal, and you feel like you know what's going on, and then all of a sudden you start having, like, these hallucinations, and they can be... Anything can trigger them. Okay. And and you have, like, hallucinations and delusions, and you're, like, spiraling into depression. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, and you think that the sun will kill you, and you want to sleep all day and look at nothing. And I think that's kind of what I mean. Usually, at the end of that, you get hospitalized. Mm. But Nicholas Cage is a fucking freak, so mm. so you th- kill somebody. So you think this movie is an allegory for depression? I think so. Okay. I think Nicholas Cage is the Babadook. Now this is an interesting. <laughs> this is an interesting thing you've just said. Can you can you please expand on why you think Nick Cage is? Okay, talking? so it's widely known on the internet that Baba Duke is actually depression. Sure. Also gay. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage, in this scenario, is the Baba Duke. Okay. Because depression is something that overtakes his life. And he becomes his own worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. He's this very put together, like handsome, charismatic dude, who then turns into a little weirdo who thinks he's a vampire and also ends up murdering people mm-hmm. and raping them. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> um, it, this is interesting. I think certainly he has depression. I also think he has a lot. So you don't of think he's the Baba Duke? Well, no. I don't think he's the literal embodiment of the Babadook. Um, Maybe that is a hot take. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know. Okay. Should we talk about the... You okay? Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. It was loud. (laughs) That was her swallowing water. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say What? The C word? Water. Okay. Uh, Should we talk about um, when he fights bad and gets an erection? Okay. Let's just start from the very beginning. That pretty much is the beginning. No, no, no. The beginning is he's like a normal dude. God, I wish I could like remember this movie scene by scene, frame by frame, but it's... Oh, we should say for you think he before he goes crazy, you think he looks good in this movie. Yeah, I said that. Mm-hmm. I thought that he looked like really good. Like he has really nice eyes and the the lighting of this is like really good to like his face. Because they're kind of going for, like, a Nosferatu, like, lighting, I guess, where, like, the faces are really lit up, but everything else is kind of backlit. So, I mean, I don't know if that's a director's choice or if that's just bad lighting. Hard to say. But um, most of this movie is um, New York scenes, which doesn't fit the movie at all. It's really odd. I... Anyway, so it starts off like that. It's just New York scenes. Also ends like that. Mm-hmm. And it also is the middling part. And um, Nicolas Cage is like a party guy. And he's going out with like this. And he finds this girl. This really pretty girl. And he takes her back. And they start doing it. Mm-hmm. And we see our first titty. Mm-hmm. And then a bat comes. And then she gets starts getting real. Yeah, Bat flies into his apartment while and, they're getting it on. And she loses it. Loses her fucking mind. I think I'd be scared if a bat came in while I was naked. Mm-hmm. But I would still be like... I would a not, human? She, she, she runs into the hallway <laughs> fully naked. Mm-hmm. And there's a little boy like 
staring down at her from the railing. And she, like, starts smiling and, like, talking to him while she... Her titties are out! Yep. Again, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I'm going to stand strong in this. Nudity should not be allowed in movies. I like the stance that you've taken. It's good. Yeah. Uh, will not be the last titty we see in this movie. Yeah, we see two titties. Mm-hmm. Wish we saw more. <clears throat> or And I also wish we didn't. <laughs> what a contradiction. <laughs> you know? I wonder why you're good at that. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay, so yes. That happens... Uh, then they leave and go to her place afterwards. Presumably, not you don't you don't see it off camera, right? <clears throat> he wakes up, uh, goes to work, and uh, berates his secretary for not being able to find a file. Like you know how bosses do. No, in the beginning he really doesn't berate her, and it's because he's well, not he asked her. Ill yet. He's not obsessed with it yet. He asked her to find a file. He was like, "Hey, can you do this? Her name's Alva. She's chill. She's cool. She's Hispanic, mm-hmm. and." She needs this job. She lives in Brooklyn, I think. Mm-hmm. Can, can we pause real quick? Because you, you mentioned she's Hispanic. This movie, for a movie that comes out in 1988, is shockingly diverse, I thought. Yeah, yeah. The first woman he brings home is black. I'll mm-hmm. be, like, very light-skinned. But, but still black. And then um, Alva and her family are all Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they speak Spanish, but they're, like, very obviously Hispanic. Mm-hmm. And culturally Hispanic. And... And so... Well, I don't know if she's culturally Hispanic, but Rachel, who he eventually brings home, is also some sort of... You think? Jennifer Beals? Yeah. She's definitely... She's not white. I think she might be. I don't think so. I'll look it up. I think she is. I don't think she is. Well, I'm looking it up, but I, I do think so. And I wish she would stop saying that. She won an NAACP Image Award. She's black? Yeah. She's very passing. I mean, no shade. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. She's really passing. That's fine. Oh, that is very diverse. He mm-hmm. only fucks black girls. And rapes a Hispanic. <laughs> and rapes a Hispanic. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, I guess, you know, credit to them for being diverse and all that. I wonder if that was mindful or if it was kind of just like... I guess it had to be mindful for the 80s. I don't know. Do you think it was... Was this an independent film? No, I don't think so. It was... um... I thought I told you who it was done by. Did you hear that? I did. I tried to get it right there because I couldn't Mm -hmm. do it. No, this was released by Magellan, which is a fairly big company. Uh, Are you supposed to say that? Yeah. How would you say it? Just asking. Okay. It's like the Explorer, right? Magellan. Okay. Uh, anyway. What were we talking about? Oh. Oh, how diverse it is. Alva. Oh, yeah. Alva. Yeah. And <clears throat> Alva. That's what I said. I have part of her Alva. That was on me. It's not Jessica. It's not Jessica. I know. It's Alva. I get it. <laughs> I get it now. Um, I don't remember what I was saying, though contract it's not yeah it's not it's not really overwhelming or anything and he's like a literary agent very low-key job Mm -hmm. and he's like insane Mm -hmm. he takes it very seriously well there's a there's a shot uh later in the movie where i guess like all the big wig like white dudes are like having a meeting and uh laughing about how he sexually harassed his secretary uh that I think is kind of poignant and shows like the you know badness of the patriarchy. But it also is so out of place in this movie. Don't disagree. <laughs> like every other scene, you're like, why would they put this in this movie? Mm-hmm. I agree. It was. It felt like it was trying to say something that the rest of the movie does just not comment on. The first time that he and Rachel have sex, obviously she didn't bite him in the neck. And turn him into a vampire or whatever. But did they actually have sex? Like, they met and still, like, went home together, right? So how... I think she bit in the Wikipedia that we both read. It said that she bites him in the neck. So you think it was just, like, a sexual bite? Yeah. And he... Being... Was already spiraling. Right. Okay. And I think that was, like, his triggering. And then they watched... I think... I think it 
think he did, when he was hallucinating, he did, I think, watch Dracula, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And then was like, that's exactly what's going to happen to me. And that's why he kept making those Nosferatu Dracula facial features. You know, where he was like, mm. I'm doing Q-scribe, what that is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the so, Dracula face that he does. Yeah, it's uh, real big eyes and a big smile. Yeah. But like head tilted up. Yeah. So it it's just. The, it's the meme, right? It's the meme. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't know was from this movie. I thought it was from The Family Man for some reason. Uh, so yeah, that is, that is as, so, okay. So basically the rest of the movie, after he and Rachel have sex, he thinks he's bitten on the neck by a vampire. The rest of the movie is him spiraling out of control. Yeah. Uh, berating Alba. He becomes obsessed with this contract he's asked her to find. Mm-hmm. It becomes the main conflict of the movie mm-hmm. is that she can't find this contract, whether it's misfiled or what. If anyone out there, shout out to anyone who's a the worst boss ever. I know I have. Um, but it, it, w- when you have a boss like that and like nothing you do can please him, like I totally got where she was coming from. But also I didn't because my boss wasn't trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, are there like specific scenes you want to talk about? Because like that's the plot of the movie basically until the end, which we can talk about it. But well, I feel like we should mention, like, main plot points, like... But what plot points are there? Like, he goes crazy, multiple... He destroys his apartment after... Because she can't find it. She can never find this She contract. found it eventually. But, like, way like way later in the movie. Too late, someone Too say. late. He would. He would say. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> uh... uh uh, uh, uh. Oh, can we talk about the scene when he goes to therapy and uh, sings the alphabet? Was or, that the hallucinated one? No, I think that, that was, was real. real. I think that was real. Uh, I thought the end therapy scene where he's hallucinating it, I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was very weird. Very strange and sad. But it was sad, like cool. But yeah. yeah, it was cool. Uh, he murders a girl. Yeah, he murders, he murders, well. He, he murders somebody. He murders. He goes to like. I don't like a, some kind of satanic shop, and then um, they go. He goes to like this. It was like a studio. Stick his hand down her shirt. Well, he. I just need to say he never says anything to her. He nothing, and then he sits next to her, and he's like, "Oh, like your neck is good. Like ah, I have teeth." It's her in the neck. Yeah, and kills her. That's right. But anyway, it is so depressing how. I don't. Alba has a hot brother, though. Okay. Can. I know this isn't what we were talking about before, and we'll get back to it. Can we discuss their relationship? Because okay, it is. Yeah, it it is weird. Sexually there is some sexual there tension sexual there. There is some sexual tension there, for sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, they're both really hot. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Man, okay. So, okay, so this. This is a scene. Alva uh, calls out of work because she doesn't want to go see Nicolas Cage or Peter. Yeah. And then they, the rest of the family is like having, like eating or whatever. And then he asks like, what's up with Alva? She's like, oh. and the mom's like, oh, she's not feeling well. And then later, uh, the brother is in bed, either at least shirtless, maybe fully naked. Don't God, know. I hope he was naked. We don't know. And Again, don't support nudity in films. Right. But I do hope he was naked. Correct. And then he wakes up, and all of us standing over him, looking very longingly at his body. And you thought so? Yes, she was giving him the up down. I didn't think that. I think she was like figuring out how to like wake him <clears throat> up and tell him. Maybe. But maybe I was coming from a place of innocence, and your nasty little perverted mind just went there. Well, can we talk about what happens next in that scene? <laughs> he sits like on his legs or whatever, and just starts crying, and then. He- Oh, it's okay, baby. <laughs> okay, but it also like wasn't that. Brave. Yeah, maybe that's because I'm sexually attracted to him. No, I think they wanted to bone. <laughs> I think they did too. Again, I have a theory that those. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very weird. It was so <laughs> very weird. weird. Ryan and I both thought that they were gonna fuck. Mm-hmm. Like what a twist. 
That would have been truly spectacular. Yeah, to me. Mm. Even though, again, you don't believe again, in nudity in film. I don't like nudity in film, but I would have supported um, mm. brother fucking. That's right. We are, we're in favor of brother fucking. I thought you were going to say we are brother fuckers. <laughs> I was like, we are? <laughs> News to me. Uh, good times with friends. What happens next? The movie ends. Oh, he kills... I have to pee again. Um, Alva's brother kills Nicolas Cage. Maybe. No, I think he definitely... Well, anyway, so after Girl, mm. he stumbles into the crowd. Well, there's something else that happens, but it's not really that important. Oh, Rachel. Mm-hmm. At this club. And he's like, Rachel, it's me. And she's like, oh, yeah, Peter. No! No, I'm not! <laughs> and I think... In theory, that was supposed to be the big reveal. Like, we were supposed mm-hmm. to not get it. I, if this movie had been done right, we would have not gotten that before well, then. Yeah, okay, because they, there's a, I think twice in the movie, they show him talking to someone yeah. who's not there. Who's not there. Uh, but they don't show who he's talking to in yeah. those scenes or, like, who he's hallucinating. So I guess that that is supposed to be the reveal then that she's not. And like, I just don't think that that's good. I think the better reveal would have been towards the end of the movie, mm-hmm. where she's like a normal girl, like fucking freaked out. And her boyfriend has to pull mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage off of her. Yeah, I think it would have been better if they had actually shown, if they hadn't played them like hallucinations at first and yeah. been like, hey, like she's actually there, and then at the end gone back and shown that there was no and one actually. I agree. There. I think if we had directed that movie, it would have mm-hmm. gone a lot better. We should direct all of Nick Cage's movies. Uh, in my <laughs> opinion, yeah. That's yeah. eventually where this is going. That's right. That's why I want to meet him. Yeah. Help him direct his next movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're Yeah. Can we talk about... Uh, we mentioned his accent in this movie. Yes. Uh, and it's going to come again. It's really distracting in the beginning. It's... And I wonder if they shot this chronologically, and he like kind of sunk into it the more that he was there. But it's so bad. It's really bad. It's so bad. Mm-hmm. It's well. This is a little uh, tease, but there's an IMDb trivia. Oh, I can't wait. About okay. about so, the accent. So and he describes like when he's in his hallucinations, he thinks he's talking to this girl Sharon that he's supposed to spend the rest of his life with. That is. Hallucination therapist sets him up with, mm-hmm. and he's like talking to her, and he's like, "Well, I was born in Philadelphia and raised in Philadelphia, but I've lived in New York the past ten years." But he doesn't talk like that. Mm-hmm. He talks like he spent a hundred years in Britain and then came over and spent five hundred years in America. Yes, but also you said something while we were watching it that I think is really true. What did I say? I don't remember. I just you okay? So. I would I would put it like this. He sounds like at different parts of this movie someone trying to do an impression of Donald Trump. Oh, I did say this. Yeah. 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 And I think it's spot on. Yeah. It does it does sound like I, it sound like that honestly might have been what happened. Like he might have like been like, "Oh, I'm going to do like a true New York accent." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, let me go straight to my New York friend." Donald J. Trump. Oh, you think Donald Trump and Nick Cage are friends? I think they were in the 80s. 100%. Maybe. They did blow together 100%. Can you imagine that? 100%. Oh, no. If Nicholas Cage was here right now, I'd say Nicholas Cage. That's what I say. Oh. Say right there. Nicholas Cage, were you friends with Donald Trump in the 80s? And he would say, fuck yeah. I did a lot of blow. On Tuesday! That's what he talks in this movie. That wasn't very good. It wasn't. I'm sorry. It's okay. I apologize. It's okay. It won't happen again. I think it will. Not an not, not exact accent. Not an exact accent, probably. Um, I don't even know what else to say about this fucking movie. It's like, it's... It was really weird, but it, it leaves your mind as soon as you finish watching it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just mindless, because it doesn't make any sense. Can I ask you, do you think this, was this supposed to be a comedy? Yeah. I think so, too. But it's... uh, I think it's also supposed to be, in a weird way, like a social commentary. Okay, but that's the thing. If it's trying to be, I don't think it hits it at all. That's why I agree. Yeah. 
because I, it's just. It'd be funny if I cut my fingers on a scissor. It'd be pretty funny. Too. Yeah. Um. At, at a certain point, it. You okay. At a certain point, Nick Cage's character does like stops being funny and starts being like scary and sad. Yeah. Um. I think I noticed that too. Yeah. Like at. Like, I know this this particular scene isn't, like, supposed to be, like, super funny, but, like, the scene when he's talking to his therapist, or he's hallucinating his therapist at the end. Yeah. Is, like, probably, probably the most interesting scene in the movie. Yeah. And it's good. Like, it's interesting. It's really well done. Yeah. But it's not particularly funny, and it just kind of makes me feel bad for him. Because, like, he's obviously, like, beyond help at this point. Yeah. So when your when your best scene has nothing to do with your intent, like what you intend the movie to be, I just don't know. I guess that's the sign of a bad movie. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm saying, right? Uh, it's probably not great. I think this movie had really good intentions. Sure. And it did not follow through. No. The scenes there were so many cutaways that they could have done so much more with, and so many unnecessary scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like. Do you need five scenes of New York City? No. Do you need to see... Uh, Nicholas Cage biting a pillow? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about that. Just sitting in bed biting mm-hmm. a pillow. Do you need to see uh, him ditching a girl in an art gallery? Nope. Nope. She's not relevant in the movie. Later. See him tear up her the note that he leaves? Nope. Then never comes back? Mm-mm. No, I thought he was going to kill her. Nope. Just leaves her alone. Uh, there, yeah, there's a lot. The, basically the entire middle of this movie is he's either, uh, fucking Rachel or berating Alva. Alva. It's like one of the two things. Like, that's the entire middle of this movie. And it's wild. I mean, like, his performance is just batshit insane. I don't know who told him to do all that. Well, we'll get it. Should we just dive into the trivia? Yeah, okay. I want to know more about the movie because it doesn't make sense <clears> when you when the movie ends. You're like, there had to be like crazy stories behind the scenes of that movie. I'm picturing like what was that Jim Carrey documentary that they just did about when he was trying to do Andy um, Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, and he like lost it and went mm. like full Andy Kaufman. Yeah, it was called Jim and Andy. I I promise it was. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of the movie title. It was called Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. Do you ever see that movie? Yeah. Is it good? It's fine. Okay. I didn't know really a lot about Andy Kaufman's life, so mm-hmm. learned a little bit about it. Okay. Let's dive in, cause this. I'm about to die. Whew, boy. Okay, so Here some. Dive in. Okay, so so. There's a scene in this movie where Nick Cage eats a cockroach. Which Did we didn't... he really eat that cockroach? Well, first off, let me say this. Uh, the entire the scene was entirely his idea. <laughs> uh, he did actually eat the cockroach. They filmed it three times. He, he ate three cockroaches? He ate three cockroaches. Uh, he said about filming the scenes, uh, every muscle in my body didn't want to do it, but I did it anyway. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it didn't make sense. Oh my God. Wait, he ate a fucking pigeon also? No. That was shocking. That, oh, in the movie, he eats a pigeon. Yeah, he yeah, in yeah. real life eat a pigeon. I'd be no. funny if he was like method acting eating a pigeon. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, after, uh, oh boy, so after this movie came out, uh, he received a bunch of calls from animal rights activists because he really ate cockroaches, um, but he always defended his ass, his actions by, (laughs) by asking them if they could honestly say that they'd never used a can of raid in their homes. 
as if that was like an equivalent thing. Um, but apparently that worked. Oh, yeah, he ate three cockroaches for this movie. Nice fuck. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't he just grab a, like it was a single shot? There were two shots mm -hmm. in that scene. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's what you can say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Peter's accent. It was Nicholas Cage's idea. It doesn't say that, but if I had to guess, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be a fake accent. It's not supposed to be a real dialect. Because uh, he, when I say he, I mean Peter, the character, believes he sounds more elegant and smart when he uses that accent. So it's the reason it comes and goes throughout the movie is because he uses it only when he's talking to people he respects and like wants to impress. Oh, I wish I knew that going into it. Mm -hmm. That's why he uses it during the therapist Therapy. scenes yeah. and when he's at work and that kind of stuff. Um, but when he's like at the club and like talking to Rachel, he doesn't use it as much. That's right. Yeah. Different That's perspective. Right. Um, I wonder what it would be like to be in a relationship with him. <laughs> truly, who knows? <laughs> who could say? <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, okay, so the, the scene when he is uh, walking through the club when he's about to murder that girl. Okay. He's moving very slowly, like, as he walks through the club and, like, kind of oddly. And that's on purpose. He's, he's trying to mimic the movements of Nosferatu in that movie he watched. Yeah, I could see that. Mm -hmm. I thought that, too, the way that he was moving. And he had his hands out in front of him. Mm -hmm. And he was kind of, like, moving on, like, the balls of his feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. So that uh, kind of played into that. Um, let's see. What else is here? <laughs> Forgot this was on here. Uh, hey, remember when... Ed, wouldn't it be crazy if the people walking past... Oh! <gasps> Shut up! Uh, it's I'm a vampire, kill me, I'm a vampire, yes! kill me. Real people. I knew it! <laughs> That's what I said it! Their reactions are genuine. Oh my god. Yep. <gasps> Shut up. That's real. Oh my god. That's a documentary. That is! <laughs> I would sue if I was in this fucking movie. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. That is, uh... That's so crazy. I can't believe it. It also kind of makes me respect this movie more. A little bit, yeah. But... They really took a risk there. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so this is uh, the... The story of a girl. You need to... I'm banning you from <laughs> I can't! It's so easy. You say it exactly mm -hmm. like him. Uh, in the DVD commentary of this movie, uh, the director, whose name is... Uh, he revealed that all of uh, that scene when after uh, he gets uh, dumped by Jackie, the first girl, and he finds that note or whatever, and he gets super mad. Uh, that's all real furniture and glass that he breaks. So they did that scene in a one, one take, take because that's all they could do. That's awesome. <laughs> I actually really like that. Uh, two cameras were set up to film that scene, okay. and he broke one of them during filming. <laughs> so they had to rely. Uh, Is that why they 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 mostly oh, that happened? Got a little too crazy. Our boy Nick got a little overboard. Uh, this is one of three movies made by Coppola. Uh, there's Vampire's Kiss, which obviously, uh, Dracula's Widow, Christopher Coppola, and a co-stars Mark Coppola. Uh, and then Ford Coppola, uh, produced and directed, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. cool. Um, and Anton Coppola con conducting? I don't know what that means in movie context. Roman Coppola was a second unit director on the movie as well. So they're all really into vampires, the Coppola family, is basically what I'm saying. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? 
No, that's pretty much it. Have you ever tasted their wines? The Coca-Cola family? I didn't know they made wine. Yeah, that's, they make like really nice wine. Really? Yeah. It's good? I don't know. I was asking you. Oh. That. I haven't had it. His family, because we don't really talk about the family aspect of this too much. Mm-hmm. Do you think like Nick Cage is like, look, well, no, just kind of, you know, thing? just because he has the reputation that he does? No. Okay. What is the one kid, and he's a Coppola family member? That's oh, not fuck. That's not helpful. Oh my god, I always forget his name. You would know him if you saw him. Oh fuck, I really have to look him up. A bunch of Wes Anderson movies. Oh, 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 oh. Are you talking about Jason Schwartzman? Yes! He's a Coppola! Yeah, yeah, he's in the or family. He's married into him. He's somehow in the family, yeah, yeah. If they're not embarrassed of him. He's a good actor! Nicholas Cage is a fine actor. Sometimes. Oscar? Would you be embarrassed if somebody's won an Oscar in your family? Movies. If they had made next. Francis Ford Coppola made Godfather 3. Oh, also, uh, in a 2018 interview, Cage stated that this is his favorite movie that he's ever done. Shut up! He did. It was in a GQ interview. Apparently. That means he sees so much more meaning in it than we do. That's right. He probably really feels connected to this. Actually, that makes me sad. It makes me sad, too. Yeah. When did Raising Arizona come out? Good question. Um, let me see. We should do that pretty soon, huh? Yeah, I kind of want to. Yeah. An actually good movie for it to change. Yeah. Well, that's not... Family Man was good. Family Man was actually pretty good. Um, it was normal. Yeah. This is a Coen Brothers movie? Yeah, we have to do this. Raising Arizona? Yeah. Why are you looking up Raising Arizona? You were going to look up... Raising Arizona. Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I said, oh, I was. Uh, I came I'm out just going to be quiet. It came out in 87. So, so it came out before this. The year before. In 87, he did Raising Arizona and Moonstruck. And then in 88, he did Vampire's Kiss. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I, okay, I don't get how you can film Moonstruck. You're with Cher. You get to have love scenes with Cher. Mm-hmm. And then you'd say, this is your favorite movie to ever do? This is this is his uh, in order. Uh, he made a cameo in. A but movie. Vampire's Kiss. I was reading the Wikipedia. Vampire's Kiss is a cult. Film. Cults. <laughs> yeah, like actual actual cults. Cult, satanic. Yeah, cult. you know, praises Nosferatu. I guess. Satan. Yeah, I guess. Satanist. Never on Tuesday. I don't know what that is. And then he did Time to Kill. What's that? Don't know. I'm looking it up. But then after that, he did Wild at Heart. Which is another great movie. What is this Time to Kill movie? I don't know anybody else. What the fuck is this? I have Time to Kill. You. It's about the Italian army invading Ethiopia? I didn't know that they did that. Oh. What the fuck? Alright, say it out loud if you're reading it. Okay, you want to read the tagline of, or the storyline of this movie? Yeah. 1936, Italian Army. This is by uh, one Felco. Don't know who that is. Okay, Someone thanks. on IMDb. Thank you. <clears throat> 1936, Spring Toothache <laughs> decides to retire. No, decides to reach the nearest camp hospital. <laughs> this is with his. This is with his grammar. Okay, but the lorry has an action. <laughs> so, so, that, <laughs> so. Wait, I have to stop laughing because it gets serious here. <laughs> Okay. Are you crying? Bad grammar said out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. This it gets serious. <laughs> Did you just, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So okay, wait. <laughs> okay, okay. On his way to the hospital. Okay. He meets and rapes a wonderful What? <laughs> he meets and rapes a wonderful young Ethiopian. Uh, he also wounds her where he he shot at a wild animal and later <laughs> kills her to avoid further pain. <laughs> I don't know. I guess she was suffering from a gunshot wound or something. I don't know. After he raped her? Um, when he finally reaches the hospital, he realizes he has leprosy. 
trying to escape. Wait. <laughs> <coughs> trying to escape. <laughs> but. But this. I think we might have to watch this movie. I need to see it. <laughs> oh, man. It's probably not as funny as the synopsis, but. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank you, One Falco. That was brilliant. Kill again. This is going on the list for sure. The list you have nowhere? The tears of your face. That's really, that was really funny. That was really funny though. Okay. This drag. I think that's the way acting works. Like how Jennifer Lawrence was nominated mm -hmm. for like two act, whatever acting films. And then now for all her films are shit. Mm -hmm. Oscars was what I was looking for. Not acting films. Are you laughing at it? Stop by a rock. Stop by rock. That's art. That paradox is art. <laughs> uh, oh man. It's late. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Um, Should we be done with this? Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to add or whatever before you give your score? I mean, he fucking raped somebody. He does. But he, does, he died because of it, so. Mm -hmm. What can I say? Yeah, I'll give you my score now. Okay. Uh, I didn't like it. I wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't recommend people to watch it. It's unnerving and upsetting. And um, he's not good at it. Score? Two out of ten. Oh, that's low. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. <clears throat> I would say this is certainly on the lower end of films that we re reviewed, for mm -hmm. sure. I think there... I think there are a couple redeeming scenes in it. Yeah, 100%. Um, so I would say, like, if you're interested in this movie at all, like, if you like the Babadook, you would like <laughs> Vampire's Kiss. I would say, I would say, go to YouTube and search like Vampire's Kiss Wildest Scenes, and then just watch those, mm -hmm. and not the actual movie because mm -hmm. it's not pleasant mm -hmm. to watch. Mm -hmm. It's uh, disgusting in some mm -hmm. parts. Mm -hmm. Uh, gross and made me pretty uncomfortable multiple times. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this. Also, like you were eating through it, and I was just like, mm -hmm. "How are you eating?" Well, we hadn't gotten to the the pigeon eating yet. But it was still nasty. It was just the whole movie just kind of gives like off a grubby vibe. Yeah, you feel like you're in like an early two thousands. Back of, of Macy's. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what else it is. Or like a Sears or something. That's right. I wonder what else this director. I don't oh. think it's gone on to much success. I give it like a three and a half out of ten. Who, right. who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> he did. What? Let's still think about it. Yeah, we read it again yeah. afterwards. Yeah, okay. It looks like this is the only movie he's ever... No, Shut up. sorry, he did one other. He did A Merry War in 97. And he's done a couple, like, TV what things. What does he do? He's done, like, a couple TV directing. He hasn't directed anything since 2012. So what does he do? I don't know. Don't be so pink. He was a project supervisor on something. 
he. Right. I wonder if he's like an agent or something now. I hope uh, this movie wasn't born from like personal circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? I don't think he wrote this movie oh, actually. Oh god. Who wrote it? That's a, a twisted bastard. Joseph Minion wrote it. Let's see Is what this okay? guy. Well, let's see what he's done. He wrote. Not a lot. He wrote not a lot. That's correct. He wrote Motorama. I don't know what that is. He wrote On the Run. He wrote Collection. I don't know what that is. He wrote The Office. A short. Oh. And I, that was done in 81, so I don't think it's like the same thing. I bet it is. You want to see? He wrote Julie and Julia. What? No, it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, he wrote Dialogue for Julia and Julia. The That's eight- not Julie and Julia. No, it's Julia and Julia. I don't know what that is. Another film shot in Italy. Should we read the description of this one? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. I'm so nervous. (laughs) This one. Okay, this one was written by Matt 282. Just to preface, in case anyone is still listening at this point, Nicholas Cage is not in this movie. No, that's correct. This is just a movie set in Italy. (laughs) Uh, This was written by Matt 282. Thank you, Matt. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to you, Matt. Okay. Julia, uh, an American woman living in Italy. Becomes depressed and traumatized after her husband Paolo is killed in a car accident on their wedding day. Bad day. <laughs> Six years later, Julia inexplicably finds herself sliding in time between two different worlds. Grief over Paolo's death and the other she's married to Paolo. In the latter timeline, Paolo is alive and well with their father. Uh, the frequent <laughs> super the frequent supernatural sliding between these two worlds are and as she learns which world she is actually living in. That actually sounds kind of good. Yeah, that's a user rating, though. It sounds like it might be like an Artieville film. Bro. It stars Kathleen Turner. Did you hear what I said? I did. Gwyneth Paltrow's Sliding Doors. Gabriel Burns in this movie. I don't know who that is. The dad in Hereditary. Oh. Nice click. Yeah. Sting is in this movie. The singer. What? <laughs> he plays Daniel. Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, that's who she cheats on. Yeah. No, oh, she, that's cheats who she cheats with. with. Yeah. Who plays Julia? Kathleen Turner. Who's that? This lady. You know her. You've seen her. Oh, yeah. I've seen her and stuff. <clears throat> okay, so that wraps up uh, Help Us Meet <laughs> Nick Cage, the, the where we exclusively talk about Nick Cage and <laughs> Nick Cage movies. We really should just do an IMDb podcast. Yeah. We basically do already. Yeah. Um, anyway, this movie sucks. Don't watch it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Glad I got that in the recording. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got distracted before I could turn it off. That's very funny. Okay. <laughs>